host Curtis. And today we're talking about the... What year did it come out? I forgot to look it up. 1982. Today we're here to talk about the 1982 cult classic, The Dark Crystal, starring a bunch of dumb puppets. I mean, there are also people who voice the puppets. Nope. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think uh, this is the divisive movie. Jim Henson, Frank Oz. Was Jim Henson alive? Yeah. In 1982? Yeah, yes. he was alive to like 90-something, right? Because yeah. he, he worked on the Ninja Turtles. Yes. Um, I actually watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, this past weekend. Why? Um, was it a special event? I was over at my friend's house, and we decided to watch it. But it had a... Uh, it had a dedication to Jim Henson at the beginning. Well, that's sweet. Um, yeah, but, I mean, what a stinker of a movie to dedicate to somebody. Oh. It was terrible. Jim Henson, uh, really responsible for so much movie magic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, his name is synonymous with so many wonderful films, and The Ninja Turtles is not one of them. Yeah, but you got to admit, the, in the first Ninja Turtles, those costumes were... Yeah, they were great. We talked about it in length in our Ninja Turtles episode. You should listen to it if you haven't. Yeah, I, I will do that. Well, not you. I'm talking to the listener. <laughs> yeah. You are valued, lo- beloved listeners. Yes. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah, it's fantastic. We love you. Um, so, The Dark Crystal. Had you ever seen this movie before? I had not seen it. It was and, not part of my childhood. It was part of mine. I, um, I had a book on tape. Well, it wasn't a book on tape. It was like an audio story on tape with a little book that came with it. That like when there's a chime sound, you turn the page of the book and you follow along. Uh, it had some really scary pictures in it um, that haunted my dreams. It's a scary movie. Yeah, there's a lot. It's a dark. It's a dark movie. It's got dark right in the title. Yeah, a crystal that is dark. Now I found I did some. Deep, deep research, uh, and I looked up the Dark Crystal movie on Wikipedia. Yes. Uh, it's got a lot of names that are, don't appear in the movie that uh, it calls like some of these characters like by proper names and, and things. Um, so I'm going to be referring to those during this episode. Okay. I will uh, know exactly what you're that One thing this movie was definitely going for that I appreciate in a movie is a movie with a lot of made-up proper nouns. It's a very Tolkien-esque thing to do. Yeah, the they were going, they were really going for it. Tolkien, I think Tolkien invented that move to just like come up with names of people and what is like. Don't just say they're angels; say they're, you know, Nilar or whatever. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I like it when a movie does that, but it rarely means it's good. There's a lot of world building. There was a, a this movie was heavy dose of exposition at the beginning of this movie. This movie is primarily world building. There's more world building than there's uh, dialogue. Do you think they were going for like the beginnings of a crystal verse? Yeah, a crystal verse. They really, they really were going for something big. This movie's like it's got some influences from Dune. I feel like. Yeah. It's got some influences from Star Wars. It's got some influences from Tolkien. They were really trying to go for like something yeah. super grandiose. Yeah, very uh hero's journey, Joseph Campbell 
It's absolutely um, just by the numbers, a Joseph Campbell hero of many faces. Yeah. Um, what did you think of it? This was the oh, first time that you saw it. Hot trash. I hated it. Really? Hey, uh, now, I really? think this is the movie out of all the movies we've reviewed where there's such a delta between my opinion and your opinion. Yeah, because I love it. Yeah. And and I, uh, I, I see why someone could love it, especially if they had some nostalgia for it and it kind of colored their life in such a way. And you, you even had the little flip book. But I didn't. I saw it as a 36-year-old and I was sober. I saw it as a sober mm. 36-year-old. Mm. Yeah, I, I will never have that. Um, I saw it with clean eyes. I'll, yeah, I'll never have that experience. I will say this. The scenery was amazing. And the puppetry was amazing. A lot. Some they broke a was, lot of ground. Some, I mean, it was still puppets. They're still puppets, yeah. It's Jim Henson. The puppetry was better in Star Wars. Yeah. Of course, it was, Star Wars didn't rely on puppetry so much, but Yoda, Yoda looked better than anything in this movie. Yeah. Like head and shoulders. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the Skeksis and the Mystics were cool. The Mystics tell were me, very cool. Tell me why. What about this movie appeals to you? Appeal? Uh, uh, the world building and the creatures. I like the creatures. And the story. I mean, it's just a classic. It's a classic story too, but it is a lot of nostalgia. Do you also. think? Do you think that the the main character is very boy like? Jin. Jin. Yeah. Yeah, he's a boy. He's a boy. Yeah, he's a he's a youth. He's a youth. He's a young man. So maybe you saw it as a youth and it was a little bit more relatable. Maybe. Yeah. You didn't relate to the Gelfling. The person I related to mostly in this movie was his master. The guy who dies immediately? Oh, he just apparently just dies of exhaustion. I figured out later he died because the 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 nightmare uh The Emperor died. The Emperor died and they're like all linked together. I pieced that together eventually. But I was like, this guy was just tired. He was so tired he just laid down and died. Well, he was like a thousand years old. So like, I can relate to that. Yeah, he had a so let's get in do you want to get into like the the mythology and the story? Yeah, let's do it. Let's dive in. All right, so uh, the movie opens with a huge amount of exposition. The The majority of the words spoken in this movie are spoken in the first, like, five minutes. So, um, a thousand years ago, there was a, a crystal shard, and um, Wikipedia says it's called the Crystal of Truth, which is never said in the movie, I don't think. Um, but it shatters. And it disrupts this entire um, this entire planet, um, and the planet is called Thra, which is never also never said in the movie. It's a good name for a planet. Yeah, Thra, Thra. Um, and when the crystal shatters, there are two new races that appear: the mm-hmm. Skeksis, who are the bad guys, and the Mystics, who are the good guys. You know, I don't know why and, they're good guys. They just like hobble around in their little village. And, and now they they do uh, they do they they do call it the the what do they call it when the planets oh collided, the convergence the convergence. I'm like I'm pretty sure this is some Witcher stuff. Could be they stole some stuff. Witcher Witcher borrowed from this. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. There's always a convergence or a, an alignment of planets or something that happens. Now, let, let me ask you this, getting to the, the heady stuff early, right? So these two races were formed or I thought they like came here. Anyway, um, however, why are pre okay do they have free will do they get to pick if they're good or bad or are they just like these ones are naturally evil these ones are naturally good who 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 is then deciding what's good and what's evil it's just their nature they don't get a pick well i think that i think the whole thing of the movie in the end they kind of like combined back together right so Into i think some people yeah <laughs> i think it's i think the whole thing is like it's two parts of the same being inside you there are two wolves one's a like an old armadillo man and one's a vulture guy yes yeah exactly um so we got the skeksis and the mystics there's also um in the for opening three minutes we talk about a prophecy mm-hmm. that when the convergence happens again which is the lining up of three sons a gelfling which is another race of little uh, the boyish guy called mm-hmm. Jin. They're, they're just like little Muppets. Like, they're little Muppets. Little Muppet man. Um, a Gelfling will he looks like repair if, the shard and bring about the destruction of the Skeksis, is the, yeah. the prophecy. The more you talk about it, the more I like it. I think you're talking me into liking this movie. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I don't have to talk you into it. Everyone knows this is awesome. So, um, so because of this prophecy, I don't know who, where the prophecy came from. You it was it was foretold. It was um, but because of this well, prophecy, we, we the Skeksis slaughter the Gelfling race. Genocide. Wholesale genocide. Now, how many Skeksis are there? Uh, there seems to be like a dozen or so. Yeah. Was it always a dozen? I imagine there used to be more. Yeah. They all seem kind of old and... Uh, they seem to just die of old age. Yeah. Well, the mystics also, there's not very many of them. I guess there's the same number. So I've kind of wondered was like, how did these 12 old vulture guys perpetrate a genocide against these sprightly young puppets? I mean, the Gelflings are tiny. They are tiny, and they're adorable. They're small and weak. They look, they look kind of like if Elmo was crossed with the the cuter Kardashians. Like which one was the cute one? Yeah. Yeah, I could I see maybe they got, a, they got a lot of makeup on that fur. On the on the puppet? Yeah. I don't think there's any makeup on it. But they had very rosy cheeks. They looked like they were wearing makeup. Yeah, that's probably like a They were very adorable. They yeah. They're cute. No, they're cute. They were um so Jen is our main character. Yes. He's our hero. Um he's the, what we think is the last of the Gelflings. Um, and he's being raised by uh, the wisest of the mystics, whose name is in Wikipedia, is never said in the movie. Um, but this says that uh, the mystics are, their race is the Uru. The Uru. The Uru. Um, and his master, the wisest of the mystics, is called Ursu. Ursu. Ursu the Uru. The Ursu Uru, the Ruger. That'd be like if we named all our children Henry and Hermione and just names, I don't know. Uh, those are dumb jokes. 
Ignore what I just said. You're going to cut that out later or what? No. I'm too lazy. uh, I'm I'm using different recording software. I can't easily edit this. Okay. So, hey, what you you hear is what you get. If the audio quality today is bearable, you're welcome. If it's... If it's anything less than bearable, I'm, I, I tried. That's the engineering uh, wizardry of Sean. Curtis, Curtis, I don't do anything. Curtis looks up Wikipedia. I, I do the recording software. This is the division of labor. The most work we do on these episodes is watch the movie. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll do a behind-the-scenes podcast or, or uh, YouTube for the Ninja Turtles. Hey, nice. Oh, we have to watch this whole these whole movies. It's kind yeah. of a big thing. Well, yeah, and uh, and the idea was our children would watch them with us, so we'd be bonding with our children. But our children have no interest in these movies. No, this this movie would terrify my children, so um, I didn't want to watch it with them. But uh, yeah, I've watched zero of these movies with my kids. It's not also if this is your first episode listening, um, Sean and I here. Sean and I's qualifications are none. We have no qualifications (laughs) to be uh, talking about movies other than we watched the movies. We watched a lot of movies, and if you've been watching, if you've been listening for a long time, and you're a big time fan, just want to let you know we're probably not going to call the Patreon podcast just for daddies. We're probably just going to call it just for daddy. No, no, no. Just for dads. Well, I think we I thought we compromised. No, yeah, we're just uh, for dads. We might yeah, if we call it just for daddies, we might get accidentally placed in a different category. If we call it just for dads, it's going to sound sexist. We got to say just for dads and ladies too. Anyway. Yeah, well, well, okay. So okay. tell me, what what about this Uru guy makes him special? Uh, He's super old. Yeah. He's super wise. He's like a Gandalf they of do, uh, armadillo people. I mean, they do sand paintings. The sand paintings were impressive because it was a puppet doing it. They have four arms and two legs. Oh, oh, four arms would be so handy. I was a little jealous when I saw the four arms. They have super long necks and... uh. His bed was really cool. It was just like a a bed, and it like had a long neck and a, like a little place for his chin to rest. It was like those orthopedic pillows. Yeah, it looked really comfortable, actually. Um, so comfortable that he, he died. So doing what he loves, doing what he loves, espousing exposition, just saying, talking about Jen's duty to take to go find a shard of a crystal. And do something with it. He didn't tell him what. He said, go find the shard. Um, he could have told him that, like, earlier. When you were listening to the movie, every time they said shard, did your brain start, like, snickering for just a second? Because you thought it sounded like shard? No. Okay. No. I didn't. I didn't, Sean, because that's that's just... Um, that's just potty humor just potty humor juvenile thinking so no well just me just i might have i might have thought that a few times so they say shard a lot in this movie so uh uru the uru tells Jin, hey you gotta go find this shard go go visit agra um so he dies and then Jin sets out on his quest alone it was very Obi Wan Kenobi esque of him, and he disappeared exactly like Yoda disappeared. Yeah, which makes sense because they had probably, yeah, they had just done Yoda dying like, like the year like before. The year before. No, no, this was eighty two. They would do Yoda dying the year after. 
Oh, it was just, that's why Yoda probably looked a little better. Yoda's clothes collapsed a little more believable. Yeah. Yeah, so they did the whole, like, he disappeared and his blankets just, like, fell. Softly. It was, like, exactly how Yoda died. Also, Yoda died from um, exhaustion. Uh, from from Luke asking him too many questions. Yes. I, lo- I do love that meme. Yeah. <laughs> it's very relatable. <laughs> Uh, so, um, Jen sets out, um, he's looking out for this great conjunction, three sons lining up, goes and visits Agra. Agra is this horrible looking witch with three eyes. She's the best part of the whole movie. She's not a witch. She's like a super old mix between a witch and a scientist lady. Mm, yeah. Uh, but she's a monster. She's a horrible looking monster. Uh, she's not that horrible looking. She's pretty ugly, but she's like ugly for a puppet. She's not as ugly as the she's Skirtskys. Uh, she's fugly. She's got some. She's got some uh, zest to her. Yeah, she's she's lively. So she basically uh, doesn't really. She's not really like stoked about helping Jin, but she throws a bunch of shards at him and is like, "Here, pick one." So he picks one, and then uh, the Skeksis have found out that um, Jen is alive, that there's still a Gelfling around. And i got to say, this is a very important moment, because Jen wasn't really fully believing that he was the chosen one until she's like, here's a box full of crystals, only the chosen, chosen one can like determine which one's the right shard. So it's a pretty big moment in the story oh, yeah. for him to, to kind of like, well... He's kind of questioning it. He's been staring at him for hours. He's got narrowed down to three, and he's like, okay, it's got to be this one. And then it turns out it was that one. Well, he played, he played his pan flute, right? Oh, yeah, he played the flute. He yeah. played his flute, and then one of them started glowing. Yep. Um, and he was like, I think it's the one that's glowing. I, I just remember watching him feeling like, oh, yeah, this is a pretty good moment here. Yeah. Some good storytelling. So the Skeksis, uh, they found out that Jin's still alive. They send like these big beetle monsters after him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beetle monsters find him at Augur's house, and they, like, burn Augur's house to the ground. Yeah, and she's got, man, just the coolest, most, like, elaborate, gigantic model of the universe. Yeah, like a big it's observatory. Like a, like a two-story tall model, and they smash it to bits. Yeah, toasted. She's probably spent, like, a thousand years building it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I gotta backtrack and talk about Chamberlain and the Skeksis. So, oh, okay. um, while the wisest of the mixes, mystics is dying... Also, the Skeksis, the emperor of the Skeksis is dying. Um, so there's a big fight to see who's the next emperor. Um, Chamberlain is kind of this Weasley uh, little Skeksis. He wants to be emperor. And then there's like the big, like kind of military tough guy Skeksis yeah. that basically beats him in a, a, a stone chopping fight. Yes. He, he won handily, too. Yeah, he won easy. They had uh, shimitars, yes. and they were using that to cut into an obelisk. Yeah. That's how they settle disputes in, as in Skeksy land. Yeah. So um, Chamberlain is uh, dis... dis uh, what's the word? Well, they were just going to kill him, and then he got excommunicated? He got exiled. 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 He got exiled from the castle um, where the Skeksis all live, like a frat house, basically. 
<laughs> it was just a frat house with 12 evil vulture monsters in it. Yeah. Um, I like the character design. Did you, you didn't like the creature design? No. Well, no. Hold on. No, I don't I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it was ridiculous. It was enjoyable. They're very outlandish. I mean, they're they're nothing like. You're still watching a movie with puppets. They're so not, I, but the the design is nothing like anything that's in Star Wars. It's nothing like anything that's in Lord of the Rings. It's it's very unique and original. I would say. I I think the overall the puppet design. Um, the main, the main dude. What's his name, Mister Yovo or whatever? Um, what's the main guy's name? The main Jen. Yeah, Jen. Uh, Jen was a little uncanny valley. He was a little too human. Well, he yeah. I mean, in in far shots, he was played by either a child or a, a little a person, small man. Um, and it was very obvious. Well, in a lot of the wide shots, it was just like a full grown man, like. Yeah, in a costume, like, yeah. with his back turned, but he's, like, very humanly moving, and then, like, when it's Jin the puppet, he's, like, very, like, Muppet, he, he Sesame looks like Street Sesame moving. Street, yeah. But he was just, it was just a little too, his face was just a little too human, um, and that bothered me, and the Vulture guys were just so outlandish, it was, it was theatrical, for sure. Anyway, that's the end of that thought. Yeah. Um... So, uh, Augur's place is toasted. Um, Chamberlain is exiled from the Skeksis. He he actually follows the beetle monsters to Augur's house, and now he knows where Jen is. So he's kind of yeah. following Jen. Now, uh, were you sympathetic? Were you sympathetic towards him at first, Chamberlain? Yeah, a little bit, I guess. I mean, not really, but. I thought maybe he wasn't as bad as the other Skeksis. Yeah, I thought maybe like maybe he's gonna be a good guy. Maybe he's gonna yeah, help. Maybe, maybe he's gonna turn, uh, be a turncoat. Um, but he's not. Yeah. Um, so Jen gets uh, gets the heck out of there, uh, and then he runs into another Gelfling. Uh, but it's yeah, a, a hot one, a hot lady Gelfling. Now she was not in. The um, in the uncanny valley, she was in the hot girl valley. Uh, she looked exactly like Jen, but with uh, yellow hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she has this little dog named Fizzgig. He's not. He's like a. He's like a fuzzball with a giant mouth. Fizzgig is the best part of the movie. You already said that Augur was the best part of the movie. So, uh, Sean, which is it? They're both S tier parts of the movie. All right. Um, so he's pretty stoked. He found another of his kind. Yeah. Um, and he's, yeah, he's gotta be, they didn't talk about it that much, but he's gotta be like really happy that it's a female. (laughs) 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 All right. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's the best case scenario. And about his age too, like exactly. Like they they probably need to do like some kind of DNA test before they try to procreate because they might, they were both separated at birth from they, their parents. They might be siblings. Yeah. Um, and she was raised by tiny little cabbage patch kids, podlings. They're so cute. 
podlings, super cute podlings. They look like they live in Fraggle Rock, uh, basically underground. Um, so um, Jin and oh, what's the girl's name? Kira. Jin and Kira figure out that they can like basically Vulcan mind meld. And read each other's thoughts. Yeah, she knew this happens. Like she was like telling. She what knew happened. a lot more about her own race than Jen did. Yeah, which doesn't make sense because Jen lived with the wisest uh, creatures on the planet that like were caretakers of all of the world's knowledge. And Kira lived with these dumb little podlings. <laughs> <laughs> the podlings just seem to party a lot. Like they this... party a lot. I, yeah, it it reminded me of Fraggle Rock. Yeah, um, great. So. But yeah, they like see each other bathing as children. Yeah, so they basically know everything about each other just from touching hands or something. Um, like in Avatar, whenever they like do tie their, their hair together, tie their, yeah, tie their hair together, tails. Um, I forget what. I don't remember much about Avatar, but I do remember that. Um, so they um, they're going back. Or they're they're going to visit the podlings, maybe, but they run across a ruined Gelfling city. Yes, with uh, some hieroglyphics that of the prophecy that Jin can read because they taught him how to read, but they taught him nothing about his own race. I loved when she was like, "What's reading?" and he's like, "They're like words that don't go away, like um, words that yeah, were, yeah, words that you can see, something like that, and yeah. they don't go away." Is um, I was like, yes, that is what letters are. Good job. <laughs> yeah, way, good job. That's like a fun little way to explain it. Um, they should have done like a little Sesame Street thing there where like, <laughs> they had like some like letter C of the day. C is for cookie. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, it, it's really just, it's not writing. It's just pictures. It's hieroglyphs, yeah. Um, so Jen reads it. It's basically the prophecy that we already know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Let's see. Uh, Chamberlain then Chamberlain. intercepts them. And he's basically, hey, and he's like baby talking them. Yeah, he's like, hey, I can, I can help you. He's trying. To, he puts on like this voice. He's like, oh, Chamberlain, good, Chamberlain, how? I think that's just how he talks, though. No, I, th- I thought he was like trying to talk down to the Gelflings. No, he kind of like whines and has this little. Kinda... He talks. He talks weird. They kind of make fun of the other Skeksis. Make fun of him. He's of a it. little punk. I don't like him. Yeah, he's a punk. At first, and at this point, I'm still thinking like. Is this guy supposed to be sympathetic? Am I supposed to like? Is he actually legitimately going to help them? And I'm kind of interested. I'm like, are they doing a thing where, like, the the vulture guys don't have to be evil, and they have free will and they could be good? But this seems really self serving. And then it turns out I was just reading way too much into it. He was just evil. And yeah, he, he was trying to trick them. Yeah, and- Ch- Chamberlain's bad. All Skeksis are bad. Um, he he tells them, you know, basically let me let me take you back to the Skeksis and we'll explain that they don't have to kill you. That you can just give them the shard and then everything will be cool and we can all live together. Um, at this point, the mist, the rest of the mystics uh, have left their home and are traveling to the castle because I guess that's what they're supposed to do for the convergence of the three sons. Um. Kira basically tries to get away. She doesn't trust Chamberlain. She gets away from him, and she cuts his hand. And you can see that um, one of the mystics' hand gets cut also when that happens. That was pretty cool. I liked that a lot. But it makes you think, like, 
every like knock and bruise that any of these creatures get, like the other one also gets, like like their and is it only bad stuff? What if what if you get a shoulder rub? Oh yeah. What if whenever the uh, masters are doing a little shoulder rub circle after yoga practice on a Sunday night? Yeah, I wonder. I wonder, or if it's just like when you cut your hand. Yeah. By a gelfling. Or what, what about hunger? I don't know. Maybe that. I oh, mean, maybe they just always eat at the same time. Maybe their eating cycles are synced up. Yeah, I don't. It's unclear. It's unclear um, how there's some large to what, implications to what extent. But it was cool to see. Like, and at that point, you're like, oh, these creatures are like linked. Yeah. Somehow. Then I was like, oh, that's why the old guy died. Yeah. So um, Kira takes uh, Jen to her podling family. They have a big party, and then uh, the giant beetles break in. Oh, there was some more pan flute first. Don't they, skip that. Oh, yeah. They, they, there's a sweet pan flute solo. Um, I wonder if they got um, Aqualung guy to do <laughs> that. <laughs> um, What's his name? Jethro Tull. Jethro Tull. I wonder if Jethro Tull was secretly uh, Jen's flute double. I just want to let you know, I only know that because of Guitar Hero. All right. I mean, I wouldn't... I'm not like some big Jethro Tull fan. Sean, if you listened to Jethro Tull, that would not be the nerdiest thing about you by far. No, I'm too busy listening to Rush. You, there's no room for Jethro Tull. No room for Jethro Tull. Uh, oh, quick shout out to my brother who uh, pointed out that Little Pink Houses, which was referenced on our last podcast, is by John Cougar Mellencamp and not Bruce Springsteen. So I, I still want to look that up. Look it up all you want, but he, he's right. It's I would have bet a hundred dollars on that. It's Jay Coogs. Um, Little Pink Houses, you and me. I mean, the, yeah, they're in that America. All right, all right. We don't have time for this. That was last podcast. This is this podcast. All right. All right. Um, all right so, um, giant beetle monsters wreck the podlings' home. They steal some of the podlings. Yes, they kidnap a good dozen of them or so. They kidnap a bunch of them. They take them back to the castle. We'll find out what they do with them later. Oh, it's terrible. I'll tell you that. It's very sad. Um, Makes you really feel for the podlings, and um, they need to train harder, though, and they need to have better defense. Yeah, consider if you live, they in need the to land, up. They need to up their defense budget. The podlings, yeah, <laughs> defense budget. I mean, like you can just raise the national debt ceiling until you, you know, yeah. Like it's not an issue. You gather more seeds and you sell them at the market, and you. Get some spearmen or something. <laughs> you got to upgrade to the archers. <laughs> I got level three archers. I'm unbeatable. Like civ civilization uh, six. You don't, you don't got pikemen yet. You don't got pikemen. You don't got pikemen. What about heavy artillery? You or haven't heavy, even invented bronze. Heavy cavalry. These guys haven't even invented bronze yet. No, they they're in the dirt age. They they I would love to be one of them because it looks like all they do is drink and eat in a giant underground mess hall. That's all they have to do. They have nothing, nothing else. else. Farm all night, chow down all day, or I guess the other way around. 
Uh, however farming works. And then every once in a while, get kidnapped by giant beetle monsters. Yeah. You, do, you do live in a land <laughs> ruled by 12 evil vulture guys. And they are at the... they. I mean, Potling has got to be at the very bottom of the chain. I mean, there was already a genocide, and the they, like, skipped over the Potling. So, okay, we're not going to genocide them. They're like, they're not even worth... They're not even worth a genocide. Yeah. Um... I think we're dummy thick. So, uh, let's see. Let's see. Where are we? Um, so, yeah, they get taken to... Uh, the podlings get taken to the castle. Castle Grayskull. Castle Skeksy Skull. Um, and they get hooked up to this machine that basically, like, uh, takes the crystals, the dark crystals energy and uh, sucks out their souls. Yeah, their, their life force. Their life force and uh, converts it into a juice, like a like a smoothie. Yeah, like it, a. It kind of looked like watered down grape juice. An essence smoothie um, that restores the Skeksis' strength. It was actually boba tea. It looked like boba tea. Yeah. Um, that actually is what boba tea is. Yeah, okay. it's podling podling. Is there essence. boba tea at Jack in the Box now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I thought about getting some last night. I no. at the red lights, saw the sign. It was a late night. No, I no. didn't do it. I didn't do it. All right. So, uh, Agra, Agra has also been kidnapped by the Skeksis. Yes. The, the witch lady, in case people who forgot the, pro- the witch science lady, um, she has three eye holes and two eyeballs. I don't think we made that clear. She has to move her eye when she wants to use her third eye out of her face hole. Right. She has one eyeball. Yeah, she moves it around. Three eye holes, one eyeball, and she has to move it around. Yeah. Um, I wonder if she at one point had three eyes. Yeah. You know, if you live that long, you know, doing science. Doing doing science and getting attacked by beetle monsters. So, um, Agra is basically imprisoned at the castle. Literally, she's in a cage. She's, she's in, in a, a big, ca- like a big bird cage. Yeah, she's in a cage. Um Jen and uh, Kira, they figure out they got to replace the, the crystal shard and they got to repair the dark crystal. That's what they're supposed to do. So they get on these uh, land striders. What do you think about the land striders? Least good part of what I'm coming around to say is actually a pretty good movie. I think you're changing my mind on it. I'm, I'm kind of liking this movie the more that I reflect on it. The land striders, though, were just men with sheets and stilts. Yeah, I remember them being super cool, and then when I watched it this past time, I was like, those probably didn't turn out as cool as they wanted them to be. They reminded me a little bit of, did you ever see Return to Oz? No. There's these super scary characters called the Wheelers that are basically like men, but they have super long limbs, and they have wheels instead of hands and feet and they like scoot around and they're very they're very terrifying sounds terrifying yeah uh that's kind of what they reminded me of but yes it looked like a man in stilts uh kind of just limping along with a sheet but they tried to make that moment very epic they tried real they hard they really did there was a nice little montage of them going across the countryside the music the music swelled. it just looked like some puppets strapped yeah. to the back of a guy hunched over with stilts and crutches yeah so, uh, but they do make it to the castle. Yeah. 
The land the land striders also get eaten by the beetle monsters. That, oh yeah, there's a big fight. They have a fight in the front at the front door of the castle. Yep. Um, one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is coming up. And then the Gelflings make it into the underground tunnels. Well, you skipped a part, right? So they're having this big fight scene. There's the Beatles and the Landstriders. Oh, yeah, the wings part. Yeah, and then um, girl Gelfling, uh, Kira, is -hmm. like, just grab onto me. And then she jumps off a cliff, and she's got butterfly wings that pop out. Her wings come out. And then uh, they get to the bottom. Jen's like, hey, I don't have wings. And she says... That's because you're not a girl. Yeah. You're a boy, of course. Um, again, so, how she is so well-versed in Gelfling. Yeah. And everything how, Gelfling. Gelfling and how, did, how did she hide the wings this whole time? How did retractable? She, how did she hide them from their mind meld? Th- that they saw each other's entire lives. Maybe that was the first time she had ever realized or used her wings. She didn't actually fly. She, she just kind of floated. floated. Yeah, she kind of floated down. Um, but it was a good moment. It was a good moment in the movie. Um, Talk about like unrealistic body image issues for women in movies. Now the standards are wings. You can't live up to that. No, you can't. Wings and yellow hair. We're dad. We're daughter. We're we're daughter. We're, we're, we're girl dads. Yes, we got to be vigilant about this kind of thing. Well, my daughters, um, they have. Wings that they can put on. They're like costume wings. Um, so. Well, I guess I gotta go to like Claire's or something after this. Yeah. My daughter turns nine tomorrow. Wow. She's getting old. Happy birthday. Yeah. Last year in the single digits. I guess two two days. Yeah. Yeah, very excited. So, uh, yes, Mazel Tov. She's gonna get a Nintendo Switch. And now both of my kids will have one, so hopefully one will be free for me to play with. I still haven't got to play that Zelda game. Mm. Breath of the Wild. What? Hey, wouldn't it be cool if they made a live-action puppet Breath of the Wild? Like if they do a movie adaptation of the Legend movies or of the, of the Legend of Zelda. Aren't they working games? on? Aren't they working on something? Yeah, but they should get Jim Henson to do a little puppet link. Jim Henson's not alive anymore. But the, the company's still around, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they should because they 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 did just do a uh, Dark Crystal movie or uh, series, yeah, a few years ago, which was really good. I haven't seen it. Um, yeah, are you gonna? Since you hated this movie so much, are you gonna? Watch I don't know it? that I hated this movie. I'm actually kind of kind of like it. Maybe you like talking about this movie, but you don't like watching this movie. That's true of most movies. So um, they're in the castle. They're, they go in the sewer. They go in through the sewer. Um, Chamberlain is following them, right? Yeah, Chamberlain's like he sneaking sees behind. He sees them. He sneaks in behind them. Um, There's a lot of scenes of actual people in puppet costumes shot from far away. Yeah. So, basically, um, let's see. What happens then? So, they... Uh, let's see. They get... There's a, there's a fight. There's a fight. There's just kind of like I get I get a little fuzzy like when it's more like action oriented stuff. It's just it's kind of unimportant just filler at this point. Yeah, they're in the catacombs. Um, they're like trying to the, find the, the little crystal. dog. The little dog saves the day. That's the cute part. The yeah. little the little fluffy dog. It kind of looks like a pomeranian with two sets of teeth. 
um, like smells the way to uh, what's her name, Beatrix. What's her name? What's the girl one's name? Kira. Yeah, he like can smell her, and leads leads yes. Jin to Kira. So, um, but there's a cave in, right? Jin gets trapped. Kira gets captured, mm-hmm. and they're gonna do the the soul juicing uh, machine on Kira. Oh, oh, we talked about the soul juicing on the little guys. The the king of um, the Skeksy, he drinks the boba tea, and it makes him young. But like for a second, yeah, just for a second, and then it wears off. The special effects of like aging this old decrepit puppet into like a young. A young, healthy um, Muppet vulture man. Very good special effects. Yeah, they were. And then he like ages back, and I was like, "Wow, they!" I don't know how they did that. Like, awesome. And uh, then, but then the the scientist guy who was working on it is like, "Oh, I don't know why it didn't work, It'll, or why it didn't stay. It always worked when we did it with." Um, Little with puppet gelf- people, with, with gelflings. gelflings. It's because podlings are small and weak. Yeah, so they're going to do that with Kira. Uh, Kira, so that yeah, they're going to juice young again. They're going to juice Kira, uh, but Augur's in there. She's like, "Hey, Kira, um, call to the animals," because Kira can talk to animals. I don't think we've talked about that before. But. Yeah, that was not established earlier. It was. It was because she called the she called the land striders. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Um. And Man, this movie deserves so much more credit than I'm giving it. Yeah, it does. I think that you're being really unfair to it. Um, not, not anymore. I'm on board. Top ten movie. So she calls the animals. So she's Beastmaster. She can call animals for help. Mm-hmm. Uh, the animals come and... I don't know. They have a ton of animals. There's a lot of animals in, in there in cages for the scientists, Skeksis, to uh, experiment on, I Drain guess. Drain boba tea from. So, But they break her free, basically. Um, Augur's free... Everybody's free. They kill the scientist lady. Well, the scientist lady like falls somehow. I don't remember. Do you remember? She's dead. She dies. Um, yeah, can't make an. Omelet, also, you know. I didn't realize that it was a lady until I'm reading on the Wikipedia. Wait, the scientist guy was a lady. That's what it says. Oh, definitely a guy. Shek Tech. Shek Tech was. Well, you know what? Who? Who? Oh can... wait, no, no, no. Never mind. So it's a dude. I don't think there are any female Skeksis. I don't think so. They don't seem to. Um... I don't think there's any female mystics either. I, I think um, this planet is in trouble. Yeah, there's. I think the convergence of the suns is the least of their problems because there's no females other than it, Kira. I mean, really, really, and like, if the convergence of the suns doesn't happen. All the mystics and Skeksis are just going to die because there's only eight of each left. And they die at the same time. And they are all already dying of old age. Yeah, it's a pretty bare planet. Um, And they're going to be able to suck some life out of the Gelflings. But there's only two Gelflings left. And then you just got, you know, fast forward, I don't know what, three, four years. And it's just all the little Fraggle Rock people. Yeah, they're they, not inherit the earth. Yeah, or the whatever they called it, Tathira. Thyra. You know what? We can't make fun of alien planet names because we named our own planet Earth. Yeah, it's not like it's not like we were 
hitting home runs that day. Yeah, what are, yeah, what are we going to call it? Earth. 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 Yeah, is there like a fancy scientific name for Earth? Planet Earth. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so basically everybody's freed from the science lab. Jen, I'm just going to cut to the part where the suns are aligning. Yeah, that's the important part. Jen jumps on the crystal and replaces the shard. And um, let's see, the Garthams, which are the beetle monsters, explode or disappear or something. Um, they die. <laughs> <laughs> They're dealt with neatly. They are, they are dealt with. For the sake of the plot. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Jen. Oh, oh uh, Kira gets killed. But she comes back to life. But comes back to life. The prophecy is fulfilled. The, and then the the Skeksy and the Mystics like meld. Yes. Well, the Podlings get all their juices back. Oh, the, yeah, they do. They yeah. get rein they get uh, reinvigorated, they get pumped up with that sweet juice. Uh, oh yeah, because they, after they get drained of their essences, they become Skeksy slaves. Yeah. Um. So yeah, um, the castle crumbles, but there's like a crystal palace. Not the not the soccer team. There's a crystal, a literal crystal palace in place of where the Skeksy castle was. It looks beautiful. It's beautiful. It was under. It's like when you have hardwood floors under linoleum. Oh yeah, or like you know, what it kind of reminded me of when you have a geode and it looks like just an ugly, gross rock that you smash it with a hammer. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a much better. That's a much better analogy yeah, than gotta get that crust off. Yeah, and then it's amethyst. Yeah, it's beautiful, just gorgeous. Um, let's see. So, uh, and then the mystics arrive just right on time, mm-hmm. and then they yeah they do a, a merge with the Skeksis and become. Um, let's see, what do they call them here? They merge with, into the beings that they once were, the angelic. Erkskex. Erkskex. I'm glad they didn't use any of these names in the in the So many movie. proper nouns. Did, uh, does this book does this movie have its own version of the similar the simil, the the similar Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um probably. Uh no. but everything begins with er and or, also has skex in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know what the most powerful dragon in D&D is or in magic is the Ur dragon, so I can't make fun of it. Um, but the those were the worst puppets by far. Yeah, they looked bad. They, they definitely bad. had run out of money. And then guess what? They leave. They leave the planet. So they were all going to die in a few months anyway. But now, now there's they just now left there's immediately. But now there's half as many of them. So because was, they merged. There were sixteen old beings that were going to die. Now there's eight that left now. The planet was really going to be in the same boat either way. And I guess, yeah, like, um, I guess Kira and uh, Jen are basically like Adam and Eve now. And they yeah. are left there to repopulate And, and the they have planet. a crystal palace. And they have podling um, friends. Uh, and that was the end. So Thyra is now rejuvenated. The prophecy is fulfilled. 
the mystics and the Skeksis have peaced out, and I, I guess um, Jin and Kira get to live in that sweet crystal palace now. With their crazy Pomeranian dog and uh, giant horsemen. I, I guess Augur is still there. Yeah, she's cool. She can do science. Yeah, she can be like the wacky aunt. Yeah, I liked her. And do she science. Was really, she was really enjoyable. She had kind of like a, like if Miss Frizzle had done a lot of hard drugs. Yeah, and lived like 2,000 years. Yeah. Um, so if that you, if you were the only person on this whole planet that had any understanding of how science works, you'd be a little crazy too. Yeah. So um, she knows about penicillin. She knows. Yeah, she knows a lot. She doesn't divulge that, but she just lives by herself. Because, I mean, I wouldn't want to live next to the Skeksis or the the Mystics yeah. are pretty boring. The Mystics seem like they had everything under control, like. Besides the fact that they let a genocide happen, yeah, and the I guess the whole shattering of the shard was an accident. I don't know why the... it wasn't even really shattered in a realistic way. Like, that's one thing that kind of bothered me, uh, just from a design perspective. Like, I get that you want the shard he's traveling with to be like hand holdable, but like it just it was just like a just it's like for... a little chunk out of the middle. Yeah, like how did it get out of the middle? Well, maybe that was like a drilling accident. <laughs> I don't know. How did this shard? <laughs> it's like it broke off. Like somebody must have purposely. It wasn't on the edge. It. He he like put it in the middle of the top, right? Yeah, it's more dramatic that way. I guess the other way he would have had to like glue it on or something like that. It wasn't really the dark crystal shard. It was the dark crystal. Purposely extracted rectangular piece. Perfectly shaped uh, geode um, yeah. obelisk wand thing. Any- was, was, anyway, the movie was pretty dank. I got I to come around and say this is one of the best movies. Would you call it the dank crystal? The dank crystal, yeah. Starring James Franco. <laughs> oh. He could be. He would be a good Skexling. Or no, uh, what are they called? Skexies? If, if you had a, a cast- Gelfling. Okay, here's a fun game I want to play with this movie. Okay. Who would you cast as Jin? As Jin, how in a, in a human version? I mean, they're going to remake uh, it. No puppets this time. Timothy Chalamet would be uh, an easy answer, but he's already in Dune, so I don't feel like that would be. But he's kind of boyish looking. Maybe you need someone younger. I would cast a young James Franco. So we're time traveling and casting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what can't Timothy Chalamet do, man? I like that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty. Did you good. see him on the cover of GQ, killing it. Uh, the ladies like uh, that man. No, I see why. Yeah, he's a beautiful man. Congratulations to uh, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, uh, for putting us all to shame. Well, I mean, let's see. I'd travel back in time, and he doesn't have a podcast. I would cast a young um, Charlie Chaplin. All right, that's pretty far back in time travel. Yeah, um, I think. Who would you it. cast as Agra? Uh, Ursula. Well, you can't cast another character from a different movie. Yeah, but you know who I'm saying. I just can't think of her name. Oh, the one from the live action movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about, but since you can't think of it, there's no way I'm going to. Or can I cast like 1980s? Um, uh. What's that movie where Bates, Kathy Bates? Oh, Kathy Bates would be a great Agra. Like a, like, 
Yeah. Like a circuit Titanic era Kathy Bates. Remember sure. that Kathy Bates was in Titanic? Yeah. Remember that? that was she was the unsinkable Molly Brown. <laughs> no, she wasn't. Was she? Yeah. I don't think that was the thing. Yeah, that was the thing. Oh, okay. Um, I gotta watch the Titanic again. It's not called the Titanic. Mm. It's just called Titanic. Okay. It's not called the Avatar either, or uh, you know, the Facebook. Well, James Cameron needs to step up his naming conventions. Um. So let's see. Who would you cast in the role of? Well, who who would you cast as what? As Agra. As Agra. Oh, that sounds good. Kathy Bates? <laughs> sure, sure. Sure, 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 sure. Um, let's see. Or um, oh, what's the lady's name uh, that's on SNL? It's like in every sketch. And she she actually plays Miss Frizzle. The new Miss Frizzle. Oh, yeah. She's not on SNL anymore. Oh, she's not? But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, she's good. We're really... Ms. Frizzle. She, she plays Ms. Frizzle. Not Mrs. Frizzle? No, it's Ms. Frizzle. She's Mrs. Frizzle's younger oh. sister. Gotcha. I didn't know that. Um, I like how we're casting and like not knowing any of the actors' names who are casting. Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. <laughs> Kate McKinnon as Agra. Okay, and she just killed it in the Barbie movie. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. Um, speaking of Barbie, she'd be good Kira. She has, yeah. she has yellow hair. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that problem solved. Uh, the old mystic man. Uh, let's see, Michael Caine. Okay, the Michael Caine dies in the first act. Yeah, he's a um, also starring. Well, yeah, Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah, he'd be a great mystic. It's a prophecy, isn't it? <laughs> terrible, Michael Caine. <laughs> uh, who's the who's uh, Chamberlain Skeksy? Chamberlain Skeksy is uh, Loki. Okay, we're just reality. We're just redressing. We're just recostuming some people here. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's basically going to make his whole career playing okay. that guy. Yeah, that's why we're not casting directors. <laughs> we're not casting ladies directors. and gentlemen. Um, like I said, we we have no qualifications other than watching these movies. Uh, so, um, how many shards out of, hold on, hold on. How, how many shards? I, I took some weird classes in junior college 15 years ago about film. I know. I still have about. my film textbook. Yeah. There you go. I have qualifications. We watched the usual, the end of the usual suspects. <laughs> yeah, I have not seen the usual suspects. We'll do that on just for dads. Yeah. It's a good movie. Um, yeah, I won't spoil it for you either. Um, so uh, let's see what else, what are, what are our, what are our games that we play at the end? Um, oh, what, what's the, what's, what's the sequel? Oh what's yeah. The what's, the, what's the sequel? What's the plot to the sequel? So, uh, now the, the TV show is a sequel, right? I think it might've been a prequel. Okay. Cause it'd be hard to do a sequel this cause it ends up so, uh, wrapped up and tidy. Well, and there's nobody left on the planet to, um, to have a sequel. Uh, I would do the sequel this. It's a thousand years later. Okay. And um, the the Gelflings yeah. have just way overpopulated. They have human they've like gone all human and like totally they, destroyed Thyra. They they have yeah, it's it they have like developed 
I don't, it's like now a steampunk world, basically. It's like a steampunk anime. Okay. They got neon lights. Blade Runner. It's it's yeah, it's Blade Runner with with more brass tubes. Basically, okay. a, lot podlings. Clocks, a lot of clocks, places. Where are the podlings? Uh, the podlings all work in the mines. They're Dang, they, they, just they have can't a terrible. A... They're like a lower class. They can't 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 catch a break. Yeah, and um, of course, our main two characters are dead. Uh, but they're they're revered and held up as like these idols. Of, like this is the civilization that won. This is what the dreams was. And it's like, oh, the, we, we have to keep living life like this certain way because these old people who died a thousand years ago uh, wrote this p- piece of paper that we all have to agree upon, right? And we can't change it. Yes. And um, then, but their youngest son, their or their great 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 grandson, is now like has to go on a quest for a new prophecy because guess who's coming back? There's a new convergence. It's a thousand years later. And the the eight guys in sheets from the end of the movie are gonna come back and they're gonna like be like, Oh no, this sucks, you guys ruined this planet. Where are the podlings? This was supposed to be the podlings. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then uh to like, yeah, we committed a genocide against the government. <laughs> well, I know we like melded and we look good guys, but we actually still mean that genocide. We actually meant that. Um but yeah, now um yeah, so that's that's the first act. I don't have the second and third act yet. All right, I, I um I I would green light it. Um, I'd give you cyberpunk puppet movie. Come on, that sounds good. I'd give you a hundred thousand dollars to finish the script. Oh, nice! If I had that much money. Um. So, I guess um, let's rate the thing. Well, you guys said your sequel. No, 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 no. That was a good one. Okay. Um, everything that you just said. All right. Oh, who would you want on merch? Oh, yeah. Who on merch. What, what um, part of this movie would you put on a shirt? I'd put um, probably Fizz Gig mm, on the yeah. shirt. Um, the little mouth dog. Yep. Agreed. Hard agree. Or Agra. Agra would be second on my list. Yeah. I like Agra. Um, I, I want her like no eyes in her face, but her eye in the palm of her hand, and then yeah. it says like "I got my eye on you." Yeah, yeah. Where she's on the cover of a Third Eye Blind uh, album. <laughs> Wish you'd step down from that birdcage, my friend. <laughs> okay. We could cut ties with all the crystals. They're gonna suck the boba tea out of us. Oh man, it's a hit. It's a yeah. hit. All right. So at the beginning of the podcast, you. Um, Called this movie hot garbage. That's a quote. That's a direct quote. Um, so at the end of the podcast, how many crystal shards or how many crystal perfectly cut pieces out of the middle of a larger crystal do you give this out of 10? 9.5 out of 10. What a turnaround. 9.5 out of 10. What a fickle, fickle beast you are. Probably one of the top five movies we've reviewed. I would agree with that for sure. Um, and after having just watched Secret or uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, The Secret of the Ooze, um, it looks that much better. So I will give it a. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten shards, crystal shards. Nine out of ten. I'm ready to get higher than you. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, this is so, right up there with Barbie Dolphin Magic. So what's the what what what's the cause for the change of heart? 
Well, I think I have a better appreciation for all that went into the story, the world building. Looking back on it, there are so many visual moments that stand out as just being impressive. They they left a mark on my on my brain, just like how good it looked. Overall, I think the idea of making a movie that's like a serious action adventure movie with a high concept fantasy plot really rivaling the the greats out there uh i think that whole idea was stupid and flawed <laughs> but they did a really good job i can't imagine doing a better job yeah. would you say that like all that world building and high concept sci-fi fantasy um is slightly undermined because it is all being told by puppets. Yeah. And really, only the bad parts, the bad puppets. There are some parts where like, I can get behind it. The, the stuff with the mystics in the beginning looks good enough. I mean, Yoda was a puppet, and that, did, that didn't undermine anything for me. I thought, I thought Yoda was just real until I was like 11. Yeah. But he was like one puppet. And everybody else was real. Yeah, yeah. This was just this was a story. But the uh, the, the like... Landstriders looked so bad. They yeah. were the opposite of impressive. They were guys on crutches. And then the the big finale where they mold together and it's just like some dudes in sheets. They just yeah. look like they're dressed up as Halloween ghosts. Was <laughs> 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 it good? Yeah, I could see that. I could see that watching it for the first time as a thirty-six-year-old man. Yeah, and and not in a good place. Not in a, not in a good headspace. Like I watched this. Like I, I thought we were recording the next day. I'm tired. It's been a long day. I'm lonely. I'm just like sitting in my house by myself. Just and you like, gotta watch this dumb I'm like, movie watch with this puppets. Dumb movie. <laughs> like I'd rather be going to sleep right now. Yeah. Um, I was like, I, I, I owe this movie, I owe this movie more. I, yeah. owe, I owe it some credence. There is a, there is a lot of nostalgia. Um, so I mean, and obviously, when I watch it now, I'm like, yeah, of course it's puppets. It was always puppets. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but there's no movies with that are just puppets now. It's just, you know, it CGI would just, is just so good. It, it would just be CGI. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, mean, that's one of the things that I like about it is that it's like, just kind of like, can I, can I say this? I, just, I, I watched trolls over the weekend, the yeah. new trolls three. And, um, it was so much better than this, <laughs> like so much better, but it didn't have as much heart. Yeah. Okay. It did. It actually had more heart, but it was, uh, we don't talk about good movies on this podcast. We we do sometimes. We talked about Mr. Boogity. Oh yeah, Mr. Okay, I gotta say this movie. This movie will endure the test of time longer than Trolls Three will. Fifty years from now, yeah. people might actually still watch The Dark Crystal. Nobody's gonna care about Trolls Three. It was two of the time. Had a bunch of Backstreet Boys and NSYNC references, and like it's so cute because NSYNC's doing a reunion tour right now, and the movie was basically just a giant commercial for that. Yeah, really good. It had it was very enjoyable, and I loved every second of seeing it. Uh, very cute. My daughter and I were the only people in the theater, so whenever the songs came on, we got up and danced, and it was Aww. it was very cute. And 
But yeah, nobody's going to remember that. Dark Crystal left a mark on my soul. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Would you say it's a kid's movie? I would not recommend. I would not recommend it to a child. The like it's like a preteen. Yeah, the the it's very it's pretty high concept. It's, it's pretty and pretty dark. It's got the word dark right in the name. I mean, there's like genocide and like little muppets getting enslaved and there's slavery, soul sucked. genocide, soul sucking, boba tea. I mean, the the mind melding thing was pretty intimate, even though it wasn't like explicit or anything. It just kind of would. It's just kind of a weird thing, you know. Yeah. But uh, I the, there was the um, just scary visual nature of the vulture people. Yeah, the Skeksis were scary. So yeah, I would I would, I would say like older kids. Yeah, I would say like teens, preteens. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, do you have anything else to say about this film? Would you watch it again? Are you going to watch it again? Are you going to give it another shot? I'll probably uh, expose my children to this in the future. Yeah. I'll watch it again. You said your daughter wants to watch it, right? Yeah. She said a, several times she wanted to watch this with me, and she flaked on me twice. So Uh-oh. we'll see. Yeah. She's, she's a little scared of it. She's a little scared. Yeah. Well, it's kind of scary. Yeah. All right, so um, what are we going to watch next time? Do you think we'll get in another episode before Christmas? Yes. I mean, we got to peek behind the curtains for the listeners there. We got a deadline on the 1st. We got a deadline on the 15th. We got a deadline on the next 1st. We got a deadline on the next 16th. Do you think we'll be able to get one in before Christmas? If we do, I know I've got a recommendation. You want to do a Christmas movie? Um. Yes, I want to do a Christmas movie. If you think we will have time I, for Christmas, I mean, movie. I, yeah, I think we should do it. You think one. we'll do it? Yeah, I want to do one of the all-time greats, the Santa Claus. Ah, oh. with Tim Allen. Have we not done that one yet? No, I don't think we have. Yeah, let's do it. I want to do it. I think we're going to have unique perspectives on it because it's about a dad that works too much. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Let's let's do it. All right. Um I think that's it. I think we're I think we've run out of juice. I think it, I'm so tired. I feel like I'm a, ready for pie. I feel like a podling whose essences have been sucked out into a boba tea. Also I want to say for those listeners that have made it this far, earlier in the episode I joked about our Patreon podcast. Uh, just so you, you know, don't get your hopes up about that. That's that's a yeah. We're having trouble scheduling uh, one, one podcast in the month of December. So <laughs> yeah, uh. that's that's the thing we like to talk about more so. So I can annoy Curtis with the name just for daddies. A secondary it's, podcast sounds awesome, and we talk about awesome movies, and we get to actually watch awesome movies. Yeah, um, the, my my idea for the movie is we watch every action adventure movie. Ever between made. the years 1980 and 1999 okay. in chronological order. Starting with Last Action Hero. We're going to start in chronological order. We're going to start okay, in January 1980. Chronological order. Every movie that has action tag in IMDb. All right, I'm going to look We're it up right now. We're going to watch the R-rated movies. We're going to watch everything. We're going to see 
True Lies. We're going to see Entrapment. We're going to see Predator. Oh, Predator. Let's see. 1980. January 1980. Action. Well, I don't know about January, but there's a little movie called The Empire Strikes Back. It was released in 1980. Um, let's see. Superman 2. Battle Beyond the Stars. Flash Gordon. Oh, my gosh. Can you like, Flash Gordon versus The Empire Strikes Back? Let's do it. David versus Goliath. Let's see. Night of the Zombies. And... Uh, Cruising the Octagon. See, that's one I want to watch right there. These Cruising? I've never heard of. Let's see. This is an action thriller. So uh, the Octagon is Chuck Norris. I think we should probably watch that. Yeah, Chuck Norris. It came out in 1980. It has 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I think it's probably a pretty good movie just based on the cover art. And is it how much, Ron? 25%. Oh, 25? That's high for a Norris film. Yeah. That's my so, new favorite bit. social bit is referring to Chuck Norris as Norris. Like he's a prestigious actor. Yeah, Norris. Like he's De Niro or DiCaprio. Oh, is that, a, is that a Norris film? Oh, was that a, was that a Norris joint? <laughs> this is a Norris picture. We, hey, if you have if you have a, anything better to do, go back and listen to Spirit Warrior our Chuck Norris review, that was one of oh, our best, yeah. all-time best episodes, I think. Man, that was, that was a good movie. The, the, what's better, Norris in in Spirit Warrior or um, Jin in whatever this, the Dark Crystal was? Uh, they're very different performances. Um, Who gets the Oscar? They're both nominated for Best Actor. Well, I would say Chuck That's Norris a- is... Chuck, Chuck Norris is not in the movie enough. He's to, more of a supporting actor. Yeah, he's like a... <laughs> Half the time he's in the movie, he's a bear. Well, he's a ghost, and he's also a bear and a wolf and an eagle. So. <laughs> they were like, how can we get him on set for as few days as possible? Oh, we'll have a bear. <laughs> yeah. I like to think that they were making that movie, and then Chuck Norris just showed up in like um, like a... He le- had the fringe jacket. Like the fringe leather outfit and... Um, he was just like, what can I do for you guys? Um, the movie was, wasn't the movie written and directed by his brother yes. who had done nothing but write and direct, um, episodes of Walker, Walker Texas, Texas Ranger. Ranger. Yes. He had no other credits to yes. his name. The, the, the entire crew was the same as Walker, <laughs> yeah. Texas Ranger. So yeah. I think that was, yeah, they forced him. They forced everyone to work on that movie. Um, and it was, a. I mean, I'm glad they did cause it was a big success. It was a great movie. I loved it. Um, I feel like we're rambling now. We need to. Do you want to wrap it up with our famous catchphrase? Yeah, Saturday morning dads. It's part of this complete breakfast. Boom, 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 boom